2: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody, recruiting animal here On uh, April 15th, one five, twenty twenty. I think this is week 4 of the COVID crisis Jerry, am I right about that? This is the 4th week we're into
2: oh,
1: uh, Week 4 for us, week 13 for Rayanne and Lawrence In
0: okay, California yeah. they, uh,
1: they got the jump on this thing Okay, good. You're, you're too much info. Okay, look, I want to do my intro. Okay. Just let me get to it, okay? okay. Hey, yeah, hey, everybody, I've seen a number of videos of cl- recently, speaking of the virus, of these clergy people saying that the virus <laughs> – it's a punishment from god you know for one thing or another they've all got their you know their reasons and i've seen lots of videos of these religious people saying uh that they can still meet in groups you know for prayer or whatever because god is going to protect them because you know they're religious and righteous and whatever okay so i wondered okay What if you're doing a Skype or a Zoom interview with a candidate and you make some remark about the virus just, you know, for chit-chat at the start of the interview? And she starts telling you this kind of stuff right off the bat, that God is punishing people and she's immune, you know. Would you rule her out as a bad culture fit? And let me ask you something. Would it be legitimate, I mean legal, if you did? Um, because you know it has nothing to do with her professional ability. You'd be ruling her out because of her religious beliefs. Is that not true? Am I right? Okay. If you can rule her out because of culture fit in this situation, doesn't that kind of suggest that it's really just a cover for bias?
0: Isn't that true?
1: Well, find out on Jerry. Jerry, what's your name? The recruiting.
0: Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, you are welcome. Did, did you really just ask, is it okay to discriminate based on religion?
1: Uh yeah, did <laughs> you really? Kind, kind of. God,
0: have you, kind been, of. have you been shut in that long? <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Oh my I, goodness. The the flat I, out answer
0: is no.
1: Thank no. you, Jerry. I always count on you to steer me in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm, su- I'm surprised. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Indiana wants me. Oh, but I can't go back now. Go
0: back okay. there, yeah. <laughs> <It's> funny, <laughs> okay. I'd never even—I'd never even heard of that song.
1: Okay, well I know. Still, it. Okay. I've never heard of it really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You were born in the '40s. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? The, here's the thing. What? All these millennials – sorry, Steve. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, okay, the guest. All these millennials have been praying for the last 10 years that all the boomers would die, and God has finally answered answer their prayer. That's what's going to yeah. happen. Goodbye, stop generation. Yeah, they're going to die, and these guys can take the managerial positions. And I don't care if people hear me saying that and don't want to work with me, okay? I am proud of my opinions. And you know what? I didn't make that up myself. hundred. I was reading Scott Adamson today, okay? Trump supporter. And uh, what's his famous cartoon, Uh, you know, the IT guy? What's the name of it? I can't remember. Anyway, he kind of – he – he brought it. He brought it to mind. Okay, before I gotta thank my sponsors. <clears throat> HireTool, Tool, Jerry. Watch my spelling. H I R E T U A L dot com. The super yep. duper yep. sourcing tool. Everybody raves about. Did I do a good job today? I got it right. Yep. Yep. That's because right you on. bug me every week. Okay. Watch my spelling on this one. Honit. H O N E I T dot com.
0: The mm-hmm, online mm-hmm, interview
1: mm-hmm. recording technology, now with video if you want it, as well as audio. Okay? Yeah! And our good friends at PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Man, this virus has not slowed me down, okay? And now I'm good. Gonna... <laughs> and Jerry, neither. Jerry posted a picture Not of his made. office. Everybody, he's got a big rack full yeah. of guns there. Okay, maps and guns. That's it for him. He's pretty maps much. Maps and a... guns. Tell, tell me where and when, baby. I'll handle it. Okay. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Who's the okay.
0: Who's the who's the guest today? Animal.
1: A nice guy. I got to tell you, his picture uh, makes him look like uh, <laughs> he's got a baby face. That's maybe why he wears a beard. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the boy next door, a very nice guy. He that's what he that's what he looks that like. That comes okay. in
0: handy. That
1: comes in handy. It's him you know, His name more... is, go wait a second. Been... His name is <laughs> Okay, go ahead. No, no. I, don't let me give your name out. You go ahead, Steve. Tell us what were you gonna say?
3: No, I'm gonna stick with this nice guy persona and, and say, excuse me, go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. His name is Steve Gibson. G I P S O N. Okay, do they call you the Gipper? I mean, that's the first thing that came to mind for me. Talking the '40s, okay. Sixth grade, sixth grade. I got that a little bit. Really? That's, okay, you got no boomers who are are, are your friends. Huh? The Gipper. Can I? Can I, uh, can I ask uh, what are your what are your pronouns, Steve?
2: <laughs>
3: you know, I, I'm, I'm open asking? these days. I'm open. Okay. Uh, t- typically, uh, you know, just go with Z, I guess, to p- be safe.
1: Z. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, you're not a woman with Animal a beard. Animal, telling okay? you got to start asking this stuff, dude. Thank you, Jerry. Nah, you're, you're, you're my you
2: think,
0: it's a, you think it's a joke, but it's not. Is that an okay. appropriate interview question?
1: During the yeah. like, oh, uh, during, oh, uh, during, during the, 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 the interview? The yes. interview? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Sure. Well, you know what? No. You know, nobody ever takes you better me get up in. on those questions. Go ahead. I, I ask these questions in my intro. Is it okay? You know, what would you do with someone who says that? Ah, you know, that no one ever wants to talk about that during the show. Okay, uh, and I'm not going to. His Twitter. If you want to criticize him, his Twitter address is recruiters sites. Now I don't know why it would be sound better recruiter sites. Instead, he's got a recruiters sites and let me tell you something else nobody wants to hear my little critiques but i have to give them you need caps okay the r and the s in sites the r in recruiter the s in sites they should be capitalized so they're easy to read okay now uh let me see what else was i going to say here's how he describes himself. So he's a recruiter i don't know what what kind of recruiting he does but he's a recruiter but he also builds these websites he says he helps recruiting firms grow business and change lives through custom website solutions and innovative marketing, okay, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, what kind of recruiter are you, Steve? What do you,
3: so, do you recruit? Yeah, so, what I, I started out in in recruiting uh, right out of college into uh, actually uh, healthcare for a little while for about two years, and then moved into uh, a boutique firm that specialized within the property and casualty insurance industry. So, all titles, direct placement, uh, direct hire within that industry. Um, I haven't uh, I haven't worked a desk in several years since we've been doing the website thing, but uh, but yeah, that's my background. Spent about six oh, years hey, that.
1: you didn't you did not put that on your. LinkedIn profile. I said, "Oh, this guy's, you know, been working uh, in recruiting for 7 years." <laughs> Not true. Okay. You got him, animal. You caught him.
3: Got
0: him. Yep. No, yeah.
3: Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I just
3: let I I just let you make some assumptions I work. Think. Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay. He wanted Yeah, you you know what you call that? There's nothing That's, deceptive. that. That's deceptive. That's deceptive no, advertising.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No? Okay. What, okay. what if you it want says, to believe isn't his
1: problem. <laughs> no, Jerry. If it says, if it says uh, 2010 to present, <laughs> he's leading my belief. Okay, I didn't make it up in a fantasy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Here's, a, here's an important okay. question. I don't know. I, I, hmm. Am I different from other people if a headhunter posts an ad, uh, of, you know, and uh, about a specific time and doesn't realize that it's no longer EST? Does that mean he's stupid? To me it does. What about for you, Steve?
3: No, I don't care. i Uh you know, if uh it can be whatever people want it to be. I you it, it, it
1: I don't care. Oh, so <laughs> it details? Doesn't bother me. Details? Uh, uh uh that means details aren't important to you. Okay. And a guy who's building websites Animal? should never. What?
0: What would you prefer Greenwich Mean Time minus six or something, or like yeah. what, Rich, what? What nautical uh, timeline do you need to really nail down? I mean, we put EST, CST. We know what you mean. What's yeah. If, if I
3: if if I got to worry about that, then it, 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 there's just yeah. too much to worry about right now. It just it does That seems pointless.
1: Okay, okay, here's one of my standard questions now Sorry everybody, we'll get to the heavy stuff But I find this sort of stuff important Is mansplaining Is mansplaining a big problem In business today Okay Steve, help, wake help up me,
3: help, help, me, help, me with, help me with your definition of mansplaining
1: No, no, you give us Your what? definition
0: Does this guy live in the modern era?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: We're, we're, maybe, maybe we're internet?
3: maybe I'm a little uh, maybe a little sheltered here in Missouri. But uh, mansplaining uh, is it, it, it helped me understand a little bit more. Is it just
1: a, when you talk quick... down to women, you treat them like children who don't know anything, so you're always telling oh, well, them. well. See, I'm a I'm a nice need. guy. We already established that, so I don't do that.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so no.
1: So, I mean, that Move on. Move on. Okay, here's a real recruiting yeah. question. Uh, get to the point on salary. I, I read somebody, a uh, candidate or someone who was approached by a recruiter said this. He said, whenever a recruiter calls me, it takes annoyingly long to find out that they're offering me a move to a crappier town for less money. And I agree with this person, uh, you know. Uh, lots of reco- coaches say, look, the first thing they're going to ask you is, how much? And, and don't tell them. Say, look, this is a career issue, not a money issue. Money's secondary, you know? I find that deceptive. That, I, 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 that would bug me if somebody called me and, and did that. Well, what do you think about that, Steve? Well, my my my, tr- my training
3: when I when I would be working the desk would be that person if they're more interested in dollars versus finding out more about the opportunity first, whether or not it's something they would be interested in, and then then figuring out the money and the details behind that. They're probably not a good candidate to take into that process anyway. Uh, so if they're all about money, more than likely we're going to be getting into this long couple-month, month process, couple-week process, and all it's going to end up in, in heartache. So um, you know what? it may Let be a good way to qualify.
1: This is where I would ca- count on Jerry to come in and say, we've been being fed that stuff since the 1980s for 30 years, and it still isn't true. G- we Jerry, we kind of have,
0: Animal. Yes. That, that is what we were all fed in the 80s and 90s, and it really – Man, a lot of that stuff was back before anybody had the, the internet. You didn't know anything about anything, and it was like the only info you were going to get was through the through whatever uh, input the recruiter wanted to allow you to have. There, there wasn't there wasn't the ready access to data twenty and thirty well thirty years ago. But while yeah, you well, were you talking know what? about that, I was realizing Steve here is from Rush Limbaugh's hometown.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. I'm you looking, know, Rush? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Him. I had some,
3: I had some of the same teachers as him, and they would, uh, they would, they would, they was, they had some good stories. But um, yeah, no, he's, his That's family's cool. in our, big in our town, big
1: law firm here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's all well, I had to say look, about that. I just, well, want to come back Go. to this salary issue. I don't think it's a, a, a information access issue like Jerry does. I think it's, it's like, look, what are you talking to me for ten minutes for? uh if if i'm never going to be happy with with the salary salary is a very important thing okay uh, let's get that out of the way and then let's talk okay and then if they say i, I don't want to tell you the salary uh because you know you you, you know, I, i'll give you a too high i want to be able to negotiate and it's just i mean i have a problem with salary cuz you get a range and, you know, should you tell them the full range or should you under, you know, give them a little less so you've got some wiggle room at the end? It's a very – I find it a very difficult issue. But just pushing it to the side, that's I don't think that's reasonable, okay? And, I, so, and if a candidate – go
3: ahead go ahead so it's tough though so because the recruitment relationship between a candidate and a recruiter is about trust so if they don't trust the fact that you're going to be able to help them through that process and and so say you yeah you share the, the the salary requirements with them that's great but then they're unwilling to share and really probably not legally allowed or required anymore to share their 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 salary information with you and what they're currently earning then all all of a sudden it's all one-sided so I mean to me if, if there's gonna mm-hmm. be a salary Salary requirements shared on one side, then they need to share where they're at from a from a salary perspective. So it's open, there's honest, there's trust there, and everybody can move forward with the process. That would be a give and you know, take Jerry, I think.
1: This guy's a good speaker. He's made a mistake by moving away from recruiting to just, you know, the, the you know, the, a techie kind of uh, role. Although you're the sales manager for well, your company, we, right?
0: Yeah, we don't yeah, I mean, we don't know if he's made a mistake. We don't know that.
1: Okay. He might just be okay. re- really rocking it right
0: now. I mean we don't know. Okay.
1: Okay, here's a, okay, a headhunter and a website question. Look, you, you know, uh, lots of our uh, audience here are real headhunters. They're not looking for masses of resumes from pizza drivers who are going to, you know, see. they see a website, they send in a, a resume, and then start bugging you, uh, help me, help me, help me, okay? The, a headhunter gets uh, a very specific uh, job order from a hiring manager and uh, you know they 're looking sometimes for a needle in a haystack there 's not masses of people. What do they need a website for that 's really just going to attract a lot of uninteresting people to them okay sure
3: so you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> i I think that that there 's always this assumption, and we 'll make some distinctions here, but there 's always this assumption that websites in themselves are for candidates uh but but my question would be, why? Um, In in most cases, the firms that we work with are going to be direct hire firms. Um, There's a distinction between direct placement and staffing firms. And obviously, there's an overlap in a lot of different ways. Firms bleed into different areas. But if you are a a contract staffing, staffing to hire type of firm, then you're going to be more worried about candidate generation and and flow of of resumes because you need more bodies. Uh, If we're talking more for direct hire, headhunting firms that are going out, actually finding that needle in the haystack like you mentioned, no, 100% don't want candidates all that does is give makes me waste my time talking to people that aren't fit so they're a big manager at best buy looking for to be an underwriting manager that's not going to be a good fit um, but those websites are not for your candidates they're for your clients uh, they're for generating and giving a great first impression to people that you're reaching out to for prospecting calls um, and in any anyway, in the world of, of of recruiting as well especially direct hire if you're reaching out to high level individuals that same candidate you're reaching out to um, uh, would be someone that potentially could be a client at any given point. Maybe you place them. They move up through the ranks. Maybe they place them in a manager role. Now they're hiring. So now you know, that, that candidate that you're reaching out to is still someone that is a potential client or prospect in the future. And so that's who that website's for. It's for making great impressions, reiterating your expertise to prospective clients, and, and driving them in through resources, through like digital marketing. Um, so search it's a and business development
1: tool. It's a business right. development Okay, okay. What, what special features are required by a recruiter's website that would make you, as a former recruiter, a better website builder?
3: So with, with our time here – Excellent question. Great question. Yeah, yeah no, way. it is a good it's, question.
1: We, we, it's we,
0: been <laughs> several shows that, that he, he hasn't had a good question in about three <laughs> or four shows now. So that was good. He's back. You're back, animal.
3: Thank you. You're so, back. Uh, the biggest distinction that we have here within our organization, and, and myself – and uh, so we're a family company. My, my, our lead developer, a guy that founded this company, his name is Jeff Gibson. He's my brother. He comes from the industry as well. But it f- probably wouldn't surprise you the boutique firm that we came from was a family-ran recruiting firm. I've got to something.
1: Boutique, boutique is improper. It's boutique. Okay? Go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay. Sorry, Dude, that's he's Missouri in, he's in Missouri, it's a, man. That's the Missouri in me. God.
1: Um,
2: so, he's yeah. the guy that says process. <laughs>
3: Niche. Come on, eh? (laughs) Um, So uh, let's. (laughs) so let's move forward with that so Jeff and myself we've been around this industry our entire life and so when we go to to build a website for our clients our team everyone here we we think about it from a recruiting perspective first so again like these things we're talking about each client we we have the opportunity to have a conversation with a prospective client we're going to talk about their niches their industries their digs who their primary audience is who their clients are that they like to reach out to the size of companies the types of candidates they want to
1: source how they approach that what difference hold on okay hold on uh, 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 okay so we just put Decide, you know what kind of candidates do they want to source okay that's good for some people but here we're focusing on look that was michael g cox dot com. he just started uh his own you know he's a, a former corporate recruiting manager he just started his own uh headhunting operation in uh i don't know september or something like that uh somewhere in the fall yeah. okay so he's in, not uh, in like october november uh, oh, oh, Michael G. Cox, are you looking for lots of uh, sales? Well, you have a niche. Are you looking for lots of salespeople to send you resumes, or, 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 or am I on the right uh, track here that you don't want pizza guy sending you their resumes? And and so, uh, where was I? Go- where was I? Sorry, everybody. Where was I going? Uh, I went off on a Uh-oh. tangent. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, we already addressed that—that that that's not really going to yeah. be an certain. Yeah, you know, but now the,
1: then you came back and you're saying you're asking these questions. What kind well, of uh, well, candidates every they firm want
3: exactly, to Well, not every firm is exactly the same because we do work within the staffing world as well. So we have got to figure these things out. It's just one of those things that we talk about. It's just you know part what? of the Let's part of the Keep it
1: narrow question. for a minute. A headhunter. I want to know right. a headhunter, so what's the headhunter? Who goes out how many for people specific people.
3: Let me ask you, so have you guys ever experienced this? I may be completely off base on this, but you're talking to a friend, a family member, maybe someone you haven't spoken with in a while, and they ask, hey, so what are you doing now, Jerry? What are you doing now, animal? And you're going to say, well, I'm a headhunter. What? Yeah, I'm a recruiter. Well, what do you mean, like for the Army? Um, you mean for, like, what do you, what you mean? And most people in the general public, they've never been exposed to a recruiter or headhunter. They don't know what it is. And even in the world of agency work and, and website design and development, that's the same case. We've got recruiters, headhunters, going to agencies and websites, developers, asking them to build them a website, and they don't even know what they do. They have no clue what it is, the, the, the details behind it, knowing that clients are, are, are pre- seemingly more more,
1: more important. There's your preamble. Stop, stop. Now, what do you? Let me. Let I'm going let, to disagree. I ask a question. Okay. Sorry, I took things off off track. It's my fault. Everybody. Okay. What do you, as a former I, a, recruiter, a ago, I nobody Gary. knew what a recruiter was. And, and it, yeah, a decade
0: ago, even longer, people really didn't know what recruiting is. Now it's 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 the career path du jour. Everybody knows a recruiter. Hell, everybody is a recruiter. <laughs> so I'm just, For at least I'm just six gonna six months. say yeah, I mean everybody knows what recruiting is if they've got a, uh
1: Thank you, experience Thank in you, the Jerry. workforce in the last guy vineyard. get back on track. And the thing is you speak on well. track. he compl- answered he answered like it was nineteen eighty three. You're right. <laughs> I, I didn't disagree with You track. made your point. I just wanted to let well, him get back. Uh, I'd say go out. Go him. out. I go was out. done talking.
2: So let if me
0: end
3: my talking when I'm done with it. I'm done. Okay. okay. If we could go out to a, if to go out in public right now, I would say let's go out in public and and, and do a sample. Um, but I, we got to stay six feet away, so there'd be some some shouting across the street. Mm-hmm. So I don't know mm-hmm. if we'd be able to do or it or not. You're quite a funny but. guy. Okay. Look,
1: slow down a second. No, he's, gonna, he's good. He's good. No, no. I want to be like uh, I want to be like Trump's uh, um, uh, sessions every day when he tells the reporters, "This is the question you should oh. be asking me. You should be ashamed of yourself." Okay. Now I don't think that I'm not doing yeah. that. You should be ashamed. I love But you that. were talking so fast, you were just dishing out all that stuff, and, and I wanted to slow you down for a, a minute. So we're talking about a headhunter. He, he's some, going off his cue cards. He's, he's looking for <laughs> he's looking for needles in the haystack. What questions are you going to ask a headhunter uh, that you know to ask uh, that are going to be special for his or her website? Go ahead. You follow me? Yeah, so finding out more about their verticals you know,
3: uh, within that as well. How is that the, the, going to the, be significant? How is that going to be significant? With the, ver- the vertical, oh, it can be everything for them in that way because it, being able to emphasize that expertise and who they are within that industry um, is huge because clients are looking for, for recruiters that understand who they are and what they do, um, j- just like our clients are looking for website design agencies that understand who they are and what they do because it, it's okay, easy to wait, have wait, conversations. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So
1: you're talking now about content. You're writing the content for the website as well. Not just the structure. Anything structural about a a recruiting website that's different than other websites in the design and the features?
3: So the aesthetics and the look and feel or the flow of a website, it's, it's, that's going to be pretty, you know, from a, from a perspective, of it needs to look great and it needs to flow and be user-friendly. We're, yeah, we're helping from the nuts and the bolts, so all the way from the, the content and the information into the design, the aesthetics, the layout. We go through a whole process determining each of these things. We don't do any templates or anything like that. So each client we work with, we're, we're truly crafting these for each of them based off of their niche, their verticals, their areas, expertise. Uh, we find out what they want that balance to be, client versus candidate. Because again, like you said, you know, me working a desk. Maybe I want eighty percent client because I don't want it to hear from a candidate. But other people, maybe they they go out and do more of an MPC approach, and they
1: want to okay. do want to hear from some candidates. Okay. Well, well, let's talk. Let's talk money. How much? You can give us a range if you like. Uh, anywhere from you know a
3: dollar to about thirty thousand. Just depends.
1: A dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> thirty
1: thousand no. dollars. Slippery. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it 30, really thousand
1: know. What?
3: No, it, so it really does vary depending on, on the needs of each client. If we're doing custom integration, so like PC Recruiter, you mentioned, is one of your sponsors, which is a great, great company. Um, uh, one of those things that we do a lot with them is we build API integrations with their platform. Um, so you know, going through and doing custom development between their website and PC Recruiter, and then maybe another, even another CRM or, or marketing automation system to
1: synchronize all that. Data is okay, flowing through all that. That's sort of beyond me. I don't, I don't understand this. So that's valid stuff, but I, I don't understand it. But speaking of PC Recruiter, just <laughs> let me say, PC Recruiter is the Swiss Army knife <laughs> of recruiting software. It is good for every kind of recruiter. You know, this guy Steve is saying, what kind of recruiter are you? Do this and that. They're good for every kind of recruiter, and they let you configure, customize their software to suit you. They don't impose a system on you. And if you don't know how to do it, they're happy to help you, even if you're a kitchen table recruiter, even if you're a nobody, okay? They want to support you, okay, PC recruiter? Check them out, PCRecruiter.net. Okay, so he doesn't want to talk about cost, but here's you know he's he's nope. a salesperson. Nope. He doesn't say you know he doesn't say animal. I don't want to talk about cost. It's specific to the different person. Zero to thirty. He gives a phony figure. Okay, uh, thank you for that. Okay, look, is this wrong? Is this mor- is this morally wrong? This company laid off four hundred people with a recorded message. Oh yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, it's the bird, right? I saw that Yeah, yeah
0: Is it, wrong? Yeah, Is it morally tough, that's wrong? That's a tough move there
3: uh,
1: if, if It's you, efficient, I, I don't know <laughs> Anybody want it, to take it, that on? I think it, it I, I don't know What are they going to call everybody individually? I mean, uh, what's the story there? Anybody? I'll, G- yeah, I don't, I'll let Jerry, I, I'll let Jerry I don't know if it's that
0: moral, I don't know if it's morally wrong But it was. it was pretty uncool
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. You know, okay. What not cool, I don't know if
1: they're going to hell. i just like to go through some <laughs> of the questions that I, appear on Facebook. During the week. Okay, what about hiring – your, you're hiring a recruiter. What about hiring charm over skills? Uh, someone wrote, I would totally hire someone with more charm skills to be a recruiter in my firm and I agree with that 100% what do you say about that uh, Steve Gibson
3: Well, I mean, you can train skills. You can, you you can't, it it is hard to train somebody to have the personality to be able to get on the phone and get bloodied up and be able to talk with a lot of type of people. But if you can train them in the skills of, hey, this is how you be a good recruiter with being diligent, planning, uh, segmenting your day, being, being succinct in what you do, then yeah, I would agree with that. I think anybody that can, anybody can be made into a a good recruiter if they have the personality and the, the the tenacity to be able to follow what makes a good recruiter um, and being able to manage that process
1: anybody disagree on the line anybody disagree I agree with that 100% okay i don't know if it'll be i don't think it'll be true for a technical job okay but i think it, it's true for any kind of sales almost any, any kind of sales especially not, no, a, not a technical sales. yeah
3: i mean recruiting sales uh, it's the hardest sales there ever is. Um, you got two products that think for themselves
1: and why yeah, okay, you I don't have to hear that hackneyed <laughs> stuff. Michael G. Cox, were you going to say
2: something?
0: No. If
1: you're something. hiring
2: for, if you're if you're trying to hire for yourself and you're trying to do it cheap, yes, hiring a great attitude and, uh, on a guy that has no clue what the hell they're doing, you know, I guess you can take that risk.
1: Uh, boy, I don't understand that answer at all. It sounded, yeah, you could do it, but it's a really bad idea. That's what your tone said. There was a, a an under yes. subtext. Okay. Yeah, man. I don't. You, so but, you think that's a bad idea?
2: You think it's a or... bad idea? Yes. Why? Why? Why would Why would you go with a person that has only? I mean, go, try and hire for both. And, and okay. I think if all else fails, you. go for the person that has done okay. it before and done it well, instead uh-huh. of the guy okay. that you think it has a really great attitude? I, I think we all know what charm we're being is being talked about here.
0: I think we I know will. what everybody means. <laughs> I think we know. All
1: right. Okay. I didn't mean it that way. She might have meant it that way, but I didn't mean it that way. No, I didn't. All right. No, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, I, I'm going to be your ah, conscience ah, ah, now. I, did, yeah. I didn't mean it that way. Okay. Uh, Jerry okay I, just up something I, I just want to
2: mention. I didn't even throw it thrown down.
1: Yeah, I want to mention HireTool, dot H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. They are the super-duper sourcing tool. I mean, there's other good sourcing tools, but HireTool, everybody loves it. When there's any discussion about sourcing tools on Facebook groups, it's always mentioned. There are always people, important people, famous recruiters saying, love it, love it, love it. Go check them out. L dot com. Okay, you know uh, Steve Gibson, <clears throat> Gibson, not Gibson. You know somebody had the name Gibson and they didn't know how to spell and they ended up with your name. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure of it. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway. So so you're the sales guy. Uh, you're the little brother. Okay, and your 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 uh, brother took you on as as a salesperson. Uh, how do you do business development?
3: Uh, for me, um, yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of everything. Uh, I do spend a lot of time cold calling. Uh, LinkedIn's done a really good job of building a recruiter database for me, um, so I spend a lot of time on there as well, uh, messaging, connecting. Uh, we send out emails. We do some uh, uh, re, uh, digital marketing, social marketing, so
0: things you do like everything, that as well.
1: Okay. Well, what's your your big one? So you mentioned a few things: uh, uh, in mails, uh, there's emails. Uh, uh, you said uh, social, and you said cold calls. So what's your number one first method of contact? My number one is it's a cold call. A
3: it's phone a little call. Old
1: school. Yeah, I do phone yeah, calls. Wh- Why is one. that? Why? Because, you know, lots of people, they really put it down today. Phone calls, nobody answers their phone, etc. Why are you using the phone? So recruiters
3: answer the phone. Um, they're, always, they're always willing to answer the phone, which is, which is great for me. And, and from my perspective, most people, they're getting over-inundated with sales emails all the time. And so if I can just pick up the phone and call them, I can usually get to a much quicker, hey, does this make sense or not kind of answer before before they ignore me, um, which I'd rather have a yes or no than just something in limbo through an email or through a message. So, um, yeah, it just it's, it seems to be effective still within our industry and what we do. People want to talk on the phone. Do you block
1: your phone number? Do you block your phone number? No. No. Okay. Jerry says – Jerry's here, so he can correct me. He says, if you block your phone number, no one's ever going to pick up. Is that true or not? Oh, I would make
3: think it would make him skeptical. People are so skittish with things. It's going to make them want to well, jump gonna, down your throat. Nobody's
2: actually going to answer the phone.
3: But, I mean, probably part not. Michael G. Cox?
2: Michael nobody's going to actually it. answer that phone. Nobody's going to pick it up. Really? Oh, you're with Send Jerry.
1: voicemail. Oh, okay, well, let me, It's if, okay.
2: blocked right on there.
0: I mean, who, regular Anonymous. people aren't going to answer it. A recruiter probably will. I'd just uh-huh. be curious, hey, dummy, why are you blocking your number? Who are you? But uh-huh. most regular people, regular people aren't going to answer a blocked phone call.
1: Uh huh.
0: What, what, what if Jerry said that
1: 10 years ago, anyway? Yeah, what if it said, you know, XYZ staffing? Okay. Uh, would they pick yeah. up? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So, what's the first um, thing no, you say? No, most,
0: when... most hold on, dude. Most people yeah. are answering stuff on their <laughs> on their cell phones. Cell phones most frequently, unless you're paying for an additional service, caller ID. Unless you're paying for caller ID, it's just going to show the phone number. Unless the person is in there as a contact. If they're not in there as a contact, it's just going to show the phone number.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, do you even have a phone? <laughs> do you know or I'm on something works? right now? I'm on a phone yeah. right now, okay, but I don't use mobile landline, as my data. Landline, landline without even a, a, a with a display on it, nothing. Like it just, I got, just I got call display, okay. It costs me a lot of money okay. every
0: month. So when people when people call you, does it say blocked? No. Or does it show you the phone
1: number? Does it show you the phone, phone number? number.
0: Right. Or, or sometimes
1: it says that's you know, what we out, all of, see. Out, out of area, it says stuff like that. Out of area, sometimes and stuff. Like nah. No. Okay, let me just get back. Let me get back to this. Hold on. Well, I'm just like fun- your whole
0: series of questions there was totally irrelevant to the modern era. Okay. That's all I'm
1: saying. Okay.
0: Yeah, Do you block sure. your phone number? <laughs> oh,
1: God. Okay. Jer. Okay. I mean, I mean, Steve. Yeah. Steve Gibson. Yeah. Steve Gibson. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, so once they pick up the phone. What's your first words?
3: Uh, so I, you know, I will confirm who I'm speaking to. Hey, is this animal? Yeah, is this is animal. Great. Have, and I, I will always say. Now, this may bring up an argument here. I will always say, have I caught you with just a few seconds?
1: Depends. And then what's it? What's it yeah, about? It's
0: all right. Oh yeah, what's, what's it about? It about? Well, t- yeah, you, talk you talk to Jerry. Talk, don't talk sorry. to me. Talk, you I'd talk say to Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. Dick. I'd hang up on you, animal. <laughs> I would. You just got a shitty attitude right off the bat. <laughs> Bam. Next. You, <laughs> okay. would never, you would never even hear about my wonderful
1: product. Never. Okay. You wouldn't okay. get that far. You don't deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I guess I don't. So let him talk to you instead of me. Steve Gibson, talk <laughs> sure. to Jerry, okay? Go ahead.
3: Hey, hey Jerry. I have caught you with just a second. Sure. Great. What's up? So, yeah, I wanted to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Steve Gibson. I'm with a company called Recruiters Websites, and we are a website design and marketing firm that specializes solely within the recruiting industry. And we have mm, over 15 cool. years of combined experience as recruiters ourselves, and so we use that background and that expertise to help our clients have the opportunity to build more relationships and make more placements. Um, does the timing seem to make sense to have a conversation in more detail about our services and, and your firm?
0: um i I just use WordPress, and I don't really give a shit about my website so,
3: so do you, do you have a website? Barely, so why do you have one if it's, if it's insignificant to you? That's a good question.
2: <laughs> it, it auto renews with GoDaddy. yeah
3: so if, it, if it's That's not that, that is a good and, question. And it looks bad. Do, you, do well, you think it's probably doing you more harm than good if someone does stumble across it?
0: Well, what does, in my opinion, what does more harm than good is not having anything. And I'm 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 comfortable with what I have, but that's not the that's not the kind of recruiting business I focus on. We're more of a uh, proactive firm, but we do have a website that I, you know I'm comfortable with. I, I'm not I'm not big on all the automation.
3: Sure. No, The no, that new makes sense. stuff. So with with the the website in itself, so I guess tell me more about your process. How do you go about securing new clients?
0: Uh, great question. I don't have the time to get into that right now, but I mean you can check back with me down the road, though.
3: Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. Right, I'll, I'll call, okay. call in a few weeks. Uh, so
0: make it a couple make it a couple months. Yeah, I mean okay, I'm not doing great. anything in two
1: weeks.
3: All right, yeah, man. That's fine. Thanks. All right, bye.
1: Yeah, click. Okay. click. Not bad, not bad. But uh, oh, geez, you know, I didn't interrupt and I, and I forgot what I was saying. Oh, voicemail. Do you use voicemail? <laughs> Thank you, Gary. I do. Thanks, Gary. Um,
3: voicemail. I'll, I'll, I'll leave voicemail, but I, I also follow up with them with an email. And then I, so this is where I get kind of stalkerish. Uh, voicemail, and then I will connect with them on LinkedIn. Uh, potentially send an email, and then even if they have an open connection on LinkedIn, I will even follow up potentially with a. Um, with a LinkedIn message too. Um, how so many I go. Voicemails, you know, how many
1: voicemails will you will you leave? <clears throat> um,
3: I I don't do it like I'm not the. <sighs> Kind a of sales guy that's going to shove it down your throat I'll, I'll leave a i'll leave a voicemail and follow up in three four weeks and leave another voicemail um and then bring it out farther than that I, I don't want to do the one touch and, and be done uh, i think there's people got a lot of things going on so you know i, I okay, i'll leave but several will voicemails with no, a year hold on.
1: it said will you so so will you send an email at the same time as you're sending a voicemail so what I'll say in the voicemail
3: is I'll follow up with an email as well with some more details and look forward to the opportunity to have a conversation so th-
1: so I prop okay. that in my in my voicemail okay so so let's say you're you're calling or contacting them once a month how many months will you will you drag drag it out for
3: I, I there's been people i've I've tried to contact and been in touch with and for years and and they've resulted in sales after years um but yeah i mean i'll I'll keep them in my
1: file forever until I can finally get an answer okay. And here with Jerry, I don't know, you let him off the hook when he said two months. Uh, Would you press harder if uh, it was a real-life scenario?
3: So with that, I would have pressed to send him an email um, and asked him to be okay if I send him some information. And then follow it up within he said about two months or whatever it would be. I'd probably follow up a little sooner than that, um, but I'd be respectful of it because I don't want to. It's it's about timing with these things. If it's and if it's not a right fit for Jerry, that's fine. Um, do I think that someone that could benefit from it? Yeah, but if he's not ready to to see that, or if it's not doesn't make sense, then we'll so you're work not a hard seller. The
1: you don't recommend hard selling. Am I right about that?
3: No, I not at all. I, I to me it's a turn off personally and so I think it would be a turnoff to, to most people but may maybe I'm losing sales can, because of it.
0: Now can can sure. can I ask here? Yeah. Who, who does recommend hard selling? To everybody. do to,
1: to, you gotta persuade you gotta persuade that after they give their objections, you have to persuade them. Turn their no's into yeses.
0: No no way, man.
1: Gosh. Steve? Yeah Steve Gibson, <laughs> what do you think about that? Yes sir. The sale begins now, when the I'm customer. Saying says hard no. sales a couple
0: knows is, go is ahead, Jerry. that's where you're then you got to you got to kind of get the idea but animal makes it seem like you really need to push somebody into a corner until they just can't get away from you
3: yeah, so I just totally my, disagree with that yeah it. i mean this is probably the way I, I, I recruited a little bit as well, and the way I treated candidates. When I was reaching out to different candidates to talk to them about opportunities, is you know, I, I'm, I'm more about you know there's a lot of people out there that could be a really great fit. Um, if I get into the conversation and we're having a more detailed discussion, I'll be a little more aggressive. But initially, if if they have no interest, you know I'm not going to twist their arm. All, I've, all I'm going to do is waste an hour of time. Uh, maybe then later on that, putting together a proposal and, and going through the whole process just to end up with a, well, you know, Steve, this is, I didn't see the value in this to begin with no matter what you said kind of thing. And so I've just wasted time, um, whereas if I nurture it a little bit and, and be respectful and down the road, it could turn into something. Uh, that could be me. Right
0: on, man. Right on. Okay.
1: okay. I noticed. I noticed that with Jerry, you didn't try to build any rapport uh, first. Like, say, uh, how about this coronavirus? Eh? You didn't uh, say tough, I mean, This is an odd time to be alive. You didn't say anything like
3: that. Yeah, people dying, man. This is this is getting rough, Jerry. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How's your grandma?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'm.
3: Yeah. No. i probably. Uh, uh, I probably would err more in the side of just getting into it. I would. Um, there may be there may be some room for improvement on that.
1: Okay. You know, you should go after the show go to YouTube and look up Dan Harris. He's a a journalist, a new TV journalist. He on I, mean, I think NBC. He sounds exactly like you. I'm not kidding a lot, okay? And that's why I complimented you. You sound like a real pro. Okay uh anybody else there's people on the line anybody got some questions i'm I'm enjoying this conversation but you know i'm not saying that uh like jerry says i don't always ask good questions any anybody or or steve gibson you can say am i missing some expertise i haven't asked you something that you think uh the recruiting audience uh, would really find valuable that you know and they lots of people don't hello
3: so I was going to give other other people opportunity to, to say something. <laughs>
1: I'm talking to you. I mean, I say no, oh, get I don't. Oh wait, you know, uh, go right. ahead. Do
3: you, do you have anything? Yeah. So you know, again, the the main main thing that we run into all the time is, is Steve. I I don't I don't need a website because I have I have worked with one or two clients that I do a lot of business with. I've been working with them 20 years. I've been doing this 25 years without a website myself or with without, with a terrible website. And I don't I don't I don't need it. It doesn't do me anything. It do me any good? Well. You know, my 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 recommendation to anyone that's in that position or in that situation would be: well, look at what we're currently at now. You have one to two good clients. Four weeks ago, they went they went bye bye overnight. More than likely, um, you know, if we're always marketing, always reaching out to prospective clients, having the resources like a website that emphasize that, not just a website, but a full digital presence. LinkedIn is a great tool. It's a, it's a wonderful tool to, be, to have resources there to drive people to your brand, to your website, to get more involved in who you are as an organization. Okay, so in it, other words,
1: hold on. Okay, okay, okay. We, we don't need the whole spiel here. Okay, you're saying – I was enjoying okay.
0: it. Gosh, you finally you, – you, you open it up to your guest to share just a couple of his thoughts, and then you cut him off.
1: Okay, go oh, ahead. Cool, man. Go, go anything ahead. Anything more uncool Steve.
0: than that is firing
1: four hundred no, people No, all he was bullets. just saying. <laughs> look, look, look oh, All he said is, "Look, okay, look. If, if you can't, you can't trust two clients. You got to always be, uh, you know, looking from for for your to fill your pipeline." Okay, uh, okay. I got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Was there anything you have to add oh, really? to that that I missed out? The Jerry we'll that know. I will. Miss- we'll never know.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, hey, there's, there's no doubt I'm long-winded,
1: animal. So I mean, you surmised it. What about good. SEO? Okay, look, oh, let me take you up on that. You you haven't mentioned yeah. SEO at all. So search engine op- optimization. About, uh, look, Jerry, if someone does a search for, uh, you know, it uh, it guys, I could have you on the first page of Google. Is is that a promise you make? Anything like that?
3: So <clears throat> SEO is not a magic wand. Even websites in themselves, this is what we always tell people because there's this preconceived idea that, that if you build a website, a beautiful website, and you spend all this money in doing it, it's going to automatically start bringing you in clients. It, they, and even from an SEO perspective, it automatically starts sending people to your door if you rank first page. It, it's, it's not a field of dreams. That's what a website's not. And even if you have the most beautiful website in the world, it's still not going to build that relationship. They're not going to go to your website and ready to sign on, on the dotted line. Uh, what it should do is facilitate more opportunities for relationships, and, and that leads to more placements. But with an SEO world, you want to be able to make sure it's optimized and coming up as high and visible as possible and spending time doing that. Uh, but it's not something that ultimately overnight is going to change you from uh, you know, page six to page one. It's a process, not necessarily an event, and it does take some time. But with there's some foundations and things that can be set up at, at a one-time kind of perspective. We do when we build the websites, making sure the descriptions, titles, all those things are in place okay. so Google okay. all, can read that. But all that, that.
1: behind-the-scenes stuff with the SEO, you're saying, sorry, buddy, uh, you know, you still might be on page six, and no one's going to see you. Okay, That's essentially what I hear you telling me right now. Okay, There's lots of people who – Say, look, it's easy to get you onto the first page, and I can do it. You're not promising that at all. No. I, I, what we
3: say is we'll set you up to be, uh, to be set up properly with the way the search engines are looking to, to, to looking for, the, 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 what their algorithms run at this point, and then from there, it's really up to the search engines to do that. I mean, we can be – and if you want to be aggressive, we're doing things like creating monthly uh, landing pages or monthly content creation through blog articles, things like that. You're going to have more, more chance, and you're going to move up quicker, but if we're just setting it up, to be found and be found properly with the descriptions of the titles and the keywords wrapped around those things, then, then yeah, I can't guarantee it. Anybody that says they can is, is lying. Um, okay. what about, what but,
1: about if what about you talking to a person, nice guy like Jerry, to having a conversation with you and he says, look, he doesn't say I use web uh, WordPress and I'm, I don't care about it much. He says, okay, I got a website. I, I, I used Wix or square, you know, one of these, uh, do it yourself, uh, tools. He says, "I like the look of it. They're they're quite professional. What do you? What's your? uh, How do you handle that objection?"
3: Sure, so from there, if they have a website that's set up for those platforms and it's working for what they do, then let's try to see if there's opportunities for things like you're talking about with the SEO optimization. you know most of the time they're not going to have those those keywords and key phrases in place that they need to, so we can still go into systems like that and provide value there, while also you know other things like blog uh, seo management I'm, I'm sorry social media management, creating content on posts through there, things like that as well
2: mm-hmm. okay okay hey, so here's some do other you, I'm curious. We talked- Do you have. Go ahead, Mike. Do you have case studies or something? Like uh, you know, we, we did Jerry's website and, and check out what has changed in his world.
3: Yeah, so we have a lot of clients that we've, we've been able to see some pretty good success with, um, especially from a perspective of rankings and, and driving in potential clients, things like that. So, yeah, we have we – have, uh, I don't necessarily, I guess, have the white papers on it myself, but I can point you to and show you different uh, clients that are ranking well for their digs, for their niches, and, and seeing those results and, and traffic come in because of that.
1: Yeah, the problem with that is uh, when people sell you that way, Mike, is just like this COVID thing. We don't know how many people are totally infected. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, three thousand people, and and you know, ninety nine percent of them survived. Okay, but we don't know what what you know, or some or this percentage died, and so it's like a huge percentage. But yeah, we don't know that there was a much bigger uh, populace that was actually infected. So it's a small percentage. When these guys will do their with their work, they'll say, look, this website generated 50% more business, but they don't tell you how many websites didn't uh, generate that. I'm not putting you down, Steve. I'm just saying that's a tricky thing to navigate, these uh, examples. No, it's not tricky. Just, it's giving
2: an example. Some, you know, well, some people uh, like examples, right, Animal?
1: No, uh, it's not just giving an example <laughs> because you're not, you're not getting a full picture.
2: You're not well, getting well, a I would full say-
1: picture. I would say it's the other everybody way a
2: little bit, Animal. Sca- everybody has to at least be able to say, hey, look what I did, and, and a, an example or a case study is a really cool way to highlight that, and I'm sure – Steve, you've probably got that outlined on your website so you can just say, hey, look what I did.
3: Sure, so I think no. what a lot of people do from a from an over exaggeration on on case studies to kind of play into what animal's saying a little bit, not necessarily that you know how many websites were affected by it would be in the sense well we you know we had a thousand people come in on Tuesday to your website well. You know, were those a thousand people actually individuals that make sense for my niche? You know, or are they just random people finding me? Um, so that's where it, it, the the mindset needs to be. Not I just need a thousand people to my site. I need a thousand people that fit in my niche, in my vertical, in my dig that that are could potentially be uh, you know clients. I don't need more bodies. I want specific people. So a hundred good people. Uh, that that actually relate to your industry or your niche It's way better than ten thousand people to your website that don't. Um, and so those are things to consider when we're looking at numbers about traffic. You know, a hundred, again, it, hundreds of specific people are better than a thousand wrong. So.
1: And you'll only know that by this, you know, by looking at the sales or or a number of actual recruits, and um, assuming that some of them came through the website. Am I right about that?
3: Yeah, you look at the analytics. You see how people are navigating that site. Um, so you can see where people land
1: when they first get there,
3: uh, and then where they go, how long they stay on the site, if they're visiting more pages, things like that. You can take a look at. And you know, recruiting is there's no widget. You're not buying a, a, a specific type of product when you get there. You're, so and it's and it's so much about timing. So if John Smith from client ABC comes to your website, looks around. Uh, spend some time on there three four minutes. That's a lot of time on a website. That's great because maybe he doesn't have a need now, but two weeks from now, maybe his his lead. You know, I don't. you know? Uh, do you know? Quit. do you
1: know Adam, hold on. Wait, wait. Uh, this show's almost over. Do you know Adam W. Gordon from Candidate ID?
2: Exactly what I was thinking.
1: Because what he would do with just what you said about analytics, his tool keeps track of those people. And counts like, you know, maybe you've got an email going out to people and, you know, it counts the number of times they, they click and visit your website and how much time they spend on the articles and the kind of information they're looking for on your website, and it, it grades them. And when they get to a certain count, like nine points out of ten, then the recruiter tries to identify them and or get in touch with them. Or it, it sends them a graduated kind of uh, it nurtures them in a graduated way, depending on you know the feedback you're getting from from their uh, from their clicks, you know the stuff, the content they click on, and, and how often they they participate. You might I'll try to introduce you after. I'm not saying you want to do business with them, but it sounds like there might. Uh, be something there for you. I have to mention HONIT, yeah. H-O-N-E-I-T. HONIT, you should not pay me for today. I mean, like, I'm going to do your ad, and it's like there's 10 minutes. Away. I have mentioned you a few times already, H-O-N-E-I-T. It is a tool that records your interviews, and uh, it turns them into full searchable transcripts, but you can also create little clips. So, you know, the hire, and then you send them to the hiring manager. A hiring manager could listen to the whole interview, but probably wants to only hear the key questions when you're about to ask a key question you click a button on the screen and then when you're finished talking about that topic you click another button you get a clip pass it on to the hiring manager anybody else on the hiring committee and they can hear the candidate talking about it in her own words you know if there's a lot of sizzle there they get it directly it's better than a a dry report. Not only that, if you, the recruiter, can't really understand all of the technical details, they can, and you've captured it, okay? You probably couldn't make notes that would grab all that stuff, but, you know, the candidate can blab it all out there, and it could just go right over your head, but it won't go over your hiring manager's head. He or she has that information. It was just audio before, but they had a demand for video, so now it's video as well, as well, as the transcript, what I mentioned, Hone Honeit, H O N E I T dot com, Hire Tool, H I R E T U L dot com, and PC dot net. I have a few sales questions since we've been talking a lot about sales, Steve Gibson. But what's the name of your company again? Recruiters dot com. Am Websites. I right about that? Re- no, 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 recruiters dot com. Oh, okay, but your, your Twitter name is Recruiters Sites. Right at recruiters yeah. sites and, and recruiterswebsites.com is your website, right? Okay, that's right. And yeah. it's, okay, okay, and I, I got I read an article, the woman said 80% of sales require at least five follow ups after the initial contact. But 40% of salespeople give up after one. Did she just pull that out of her hat or is it specific to some uh, (laughs) specific sector? Uh, Would you say that's generally true? 80% of sales require five follow-ups after the initial one?
3: Well, you know, know, 73% of all statistics are made up, so um – <laughs> this one you don't find it meaningful. You don't find it. it just no, throw it out. No, I, you know it's. It, I think that's been an old thing in sales. You know, it, it, it's just with anything. It's about touches, um, familiarity, timing with things. So you, I think there is multiple touches. Do I know exactly what the number is? No, but I, do I think if we can get in front of them multiple different ways and multiple times, is it effective? Yes, hundred percent.
1: Okay, Michael G. Cox, you're you're a sales recruiter. Does your uh, sales philosophy uh, differ from that of Steve Gibson?
2: It- I don't think there's a specific number, but until they say, dude, leave me alone, just keep following up. You know? right. and, okay. and don't use your high-pressure, high aggressive tactics.
1: Okay. Uh, here's another one. She says – we were talking about marketing automation. That's what Candidate ID is. Okay. Uh, she says businesses that use marketing automation to nurture the sales prospects experience uh, of the sales prospect experience of 451% not 450, 451% increase in qualified leads. It doesn't sound like you're familiar with uh, marketing uh, automation that nurtures uh, prospects. Am I right about that, Steve? You, you don't know anything about that stuff, am I right?
3: No, that's not that's not correct. No, we we do a lot of that for clients and, and of course for ourselves as well. But you know, marketing automation is great. I, again, I don't have the numbers or statistics that she, she has. But when we when you're trying to reach out to potential clients and, and you know sending in, in, say an email and then within that email, if they click on a certain link, then it then moves them into a different type of campaign or different to a, a different type of journey in an email automation system. Then they click on that and, and they get to the different sequences and different information presented to well, them. Why didn't you that, tell I mean, me
1: that? Why didn't you tell me that when I was uh, Preaching about candidate ID. I mean, when you say, "Listen, oh, an animal," I know about all that stuff. What uh, do you think? I'm an idiot, okay? Well, so you know no, I thought you all about them, that already. I
3: thought you were giving them a good, good plug. I thought it was great. I, I like it. I like them. But time. I mean, like,
1: uh, you know, you were <laughs> misrepresenting yourself. You were making yourself look like you, you didn't know anything, okay? He knows everybody. Well, well, no, okay, I mean there's a lot on. of
3: products out there. I, I don't know that product potentially. I would love to find out more okay, about it, but okay. you
1: know things okay, like okay, HubSpot, okay. ActiveCampaign, okay. different things like, okay. like that are out there. Okay. If you're a guest on the show, you're supposed to speak up and reveal what you know, okay? Let me see oh, let me see if there's anybody I haven't opened the lines on who joined recently. There's still a lot of people, but no no only Michael G. Cox is talking okay uh retaining customers is six to seven times less costly than acquiring new ones ninety one percent of customers say they would give referrals, but only fourteen percent of salespeople ask for them <laughs> That doesn't sound true to me. What do you think
3: but My- you, you got to ask. There's no doubt of that. And, and there's no doubt that, you know, the same reason why you get a thousand um, uh, different um, um, postage e- e- uh, snail mail and emails from your existing Internet provider because they know that they can upsell you easier than they can get a new client. It's, it's more cost effective. So so there's no doubt of that. Um, yeah, I would go with the 80-20 rule for it, for most things. You know, probably 80 percent of, of, of sales guys do not ask for the referral. 20 percent do. Okay, you ask,
1: right? Yeah, oh yeah Okay, when when do you ask and how often do you ask?
3: So um, if it's something, if it's a, uh, so today I had a call like I had with Jerry, um, and he's he's not not the right timing for him. Great. Well, Jerry, I understand it's not you know the right time for us to have a more in-depth conversation like this. But who do you know? Maybe a firm that you've you've networked with in the past that I should reach out to that could benefit from my service. That would be a time. The other time is as we're getting near the end of the process uh, and the website's getting ready to go live. You know, hey, who can I reach out to that could benefit from the services like you did? Um, And then even after we ask for Google reviews, we ask for people to to reach out maybe give us a linkedin recommendation those kind of things are always important uh, if they enjoyed the process
1: Oh, so you'll ask on that first call when they don't know you when you have not built your credibility in any way you'll say jerry you know i understand you're not interested necessarily at this very moment but do you know anybody else i might speak to Is, what do you actually do how do you how do you how do you negotiate that
3: well yeah, just like just like I just kind of mentioned. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it did when I worked as a recruiter too. I can't now Steve, I'm not interested It's the opportunity that doesn't make sense. Oh, great. Okay, I, but know, some I, people you know,
1: say, Steve, some people say, don't ever ask on the first contact. It makes you look like a hustler. You haven't built any credibility and you're asking for something already. That is bad. That's what lots of people that's, say. That's my only but that's my only contact with them. So why
3: so I'm probably not going to talk to that person. No, that you're that calling me did. in 2 months, man. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, but if you in don't two pick months. Up, I have it down the line, but if you don't pick up <laughs> – yeah. yeah. And again,
3: true. That, maybe, maybe, and Jerry's, conversation, maybe Jer- Jerry's conversation <laughs> wasn't the perfect example. I didn't do it in that instance because it didn't flow right. But with, with other instances, maybe they say, no, Steve, I, please don't call me again. Hey, that's fine. I can appreciate that. But – and then go into something asking for a referral. Same thing with candidates. Do you guys not do that? If a candidate says, you know, Jerry, I'm not interested at all. No, thank you. Well, it's has been my experience that good people know other good people. Who do you know that I can reach out to about that this may be a good opportunity for, the right timing for?
0: I rarely do. I'm lazy. <laughs> I admit it. Seriously.
3: But would that be an okay, okay. thing to do?
0: It's all it's all situational.
3: An animal doesn't
0: like anybody judging the situation and making a you know uh, um, uh, calling a play mid game. He's going to have a specific damn set of rules, and that's the only way it's going down. (laughs) I'm I'm able to be a little little bit more fluid. Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. Audibles. My brain is shot. (laughs)
1: Okay, uh, okay final word. I'll give the final word. This guy, he's not a bad salesman. He he sold me on getting the money. I didn't good. want him as a guest.
0: I didn't want him as a guest. I gotta look at his phone number so I can get a website. I feel like a schmuck with a WordPress piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a loser. I gotta go. Nice talking to you all.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye. Anyway, he sold me And I, uh, Steve, I really enjoyed having you on the show I hope you come back sometime Steve Gibson, Recruiters What's the website?
3: Recruiterswebsites.com
1: Fake it! you. Ah!
0: real?
2: Yeah, I I mean, she won't let anybody talk. Somebody has to talk over her, so she needs to shut up now.